My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. What's up, folks? We're back with a brand new episode of the show you know as Words from Blurreds. I am JT, and on the other side of the Zoom call is my co-host, Adu. How's Hello. it going, Adu? What's up? What's popping? How you feeling? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm feeling good. Um, I'm excited about uh, Mortal Kombat dropping tomorrow. What? Mortal Kombat! I can't wait. That's I wonder if they'll have the um the the original score in there. Oh, they gotta some, put it in there. Some remix of it. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, this is a an episode we haven't done in a while. We've been doing a bunch of movie and TV reviews. We haven't had a chance to do any news. So I we've gathered a few um a few topics and as well as some trailers. Um, we'll talk about the trailers at the end. First, we're going to talk about the news. Do you want to go with the first thing you do? Sure. The Flash, DC's The Flash, that is, you know, the, the movie uh, starring, still starring Ezra Miller, right? Yeah, still starring yeah. Ezra Miller. Okay. Has officially begun filming. And although there's been some hesitancy and confusion, Michael Keaton will officially be in this movie as his version of Batman slash Bruce Wayne from the 1989 movie. This movie will also feature a new Latinx version of Supergirl. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they, uh, how they uh, handle Keaton's Batman in this movie. I mean, I, I like Keaton's Batman. You know, right. he's cool. Yeah. Right, my my man. This has been the hardest movie to get off the ground. Oh my god. The the amount of directors that this movie has had, I think, maybe four or five directors run through it. Is, is it even still Flashpoint at this point? Because I feel like there's been a whole bunch of rewrites. I mean, with Bruce, with two Bruce Waynes, there's got to be some version, some version. I mean, it's no, it's not Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint, but I got to imagine it's some weird, you know, cinematic version of Flashpoint that isn't Flashpoint that they, I guess maybe they'll use later to say they can have another Flashpoint movie. I don't know. Is it definitely his version of Batman or is it a version of Batman that just happens to also be Michael Keaton? No, it's definitely the the Burton verse Keaton. I okay. mean, Burton verse Batman. Okay. But I'm curious to see how Burton verse Batman has aged almost 40 years. I wonder if they're gonna like have this relationship between Batman and Flash in the DCEU that like mirrors Spider Man and, and Iron Man. Iron Man. That's yeah. exactly what I thought because even in the um the DC fandom description, they were saying that Batman. We don't know if it's Batfleck or Keaton um, gives Flash his new suit. Makes the sense. Little, the the lighter, less armor-looking one. Okay, yeah, because I I mean, me personally, I'm not a big fan of that Flash the little, suit. The little space armor. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I kind of like it. I and I, I like the explanation of it. You know that it was like made from um, 
space shuttles but from when they're uh the metal from when they're crashing down and mm-hmm. from uh burning up it makes sense because Flash, well how the hell did he get those the motherfucker is a speedster he probably stole it and said they won't need it oh, okay but i i am just so glad this movie is finally it started production this week oh yeah yeah I'm just glad it finally is off the ground and the camera's rolling because Ezra Miller was being held up so long with uh, Fantastic Beasts and now he's free for the Flash, at least until the next Fantastic Beasts. But I'm glad. I'm really thrilled with this, with the casting so far. Um, Andy Muschietti, who, who directed the both It and It Chapter 2, is a, I think he's a phenomenal director. I think he'll probably, and it seems to be a, a um, we've said this before, a, a recurring thing with DC and bringing horror directors over to their to their to their movies. We got Aquaman, James Wan. We have I don't know the guy's name, but the guy who directed um, Shazam, he directed. Uh, uh, what, what was that? Was Annabelle. it, was it Annabelle? Annabelle? Okay, yeah, yeah I was about to say the Annabelle movies because I remember Annabelle made a cameo in Shazam. Right, and now we have Andy Muschietti directing The Flash. It seems but, to be a, a working formula because I mean I like Aquaman, I like Shazam, so. I mean, everyone loved Aquaman. At least one point two billion dollars worth of people like Aquaman. So. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep up, keep up with the unique directing choices, DC. Just make sure you support their visions too. All right. And the next piece of news is Netflix officially signed a deal with Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig to pay them each $100 million for two sequels to the critically acclaimed murder mystery, Knives Out. That was originally distributed and released by Lionsgate in 2019. That is a lot. Yo, well, first off, let me just say I love Drives Out. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of, uh, when did it come out, like 2019, 2018, something like That's that? That's definitely what I just said. 2019. You did? Oh, you did. Yes, 2019. It was definitely one of my favorite movies that came out that uh, that year, man. It's really that was a movie. Christmas movie. That came out December. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time at this point. But like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm kind of shocked at the amount, like a hundred million each for both of them. Because I don't think it even made more than maybe four or five hundred million. Yeah, that's like uh, that's superhero movie money right there. Yeah, and it was made on a budget of forty million dollars. So they paid, I believe, Net. I saw the agreement that Netflix paid four hundred and fifty million dollars for for this movie i guess mm-hmm. for the rights and maybe paying ryan johnson uh as well as daniel craig mm-hmm. and 450 million dollars for i mean I, they're getting two movies out of it yeah and i'm guessing they they might be event films like i don't know maybe they might be end up being uh october Are releases they? i understand what like they're going for what netflix is going for because like they're thinking, okay, cool. We're gonna invest this this amount of money into it, and it's gonna want it's gonna want to make people want to come to our service to see these sequels. But it's like, does does Knives Out have that much pull to where people will be like, oh yeah, I'll sign up for Netflix to to watch that. I would because I love the movie, but I just don't know 
if like Knives Out has like that much pull, you'd be surprised. You know. It's it got it got great word of mouth, mm. and it it's got a little cult following after its release. Clearly, it didn't do that. It was it was it was more so lukewarm at the box office enough to get a return. But it was more so lukewarm. But it was again, it was made on a budget of forty million, so it, it made more than than they thought, I believe. But it, it definitely was a murder mystery with a twist, and I think that that's what people are. I think people we we haven't had any a lot of good murder mysteries, you know. We had Clue, and I mean, what the hell else can we really name that is memorable? Uh, Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. You shut your ass up. You shut your you ass like, up. You didn't you like Scooby Doo Two. You shut up. I, I, that was a great movie. I I, 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 I know you. I know. I know you lying. I know you lying. I, th- I thought that was a really. You didn't like Scooby Doo Two. Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. How the hell oh, is yeah. that a murder mystery? I'm pretty sure there was a murder in that movie. Do you do you even know the story of that movie? Yeah, because there was a uh, yeah, the guy. Ahead. No, I mean it's been a minute. I can't. I probably can't uh-huh, tell you right. word for word. Just yeah, it's me. not that memorable. Trust me. I mean, yes, it has Scooby Doo behind it, but other than that, it's not that memorable. Okay. Shit, it was memorable to me. You, you you ask anyone around our age, I promise li- you. Listen, listen. Gonna... I, I'm not denying that those movies were enjoyable. That is what those two movies, the Scooby-Doo movies, are what I based my Scooby-Doo impression on. Like, that voice is what I based my Scooby-Doo impression on. And it has not failed me yet. But I must admit, those movies have not aged well, at least in terms of... Oh, I know you fucking lying. You were <laughs> I know you fucking lying. All right, we're not about to get into this. This is not about Scooby-Doo. But but we the, the general movie going audience has not seen many good murder mysteries in the last twenty years since and, and since the year two thousand there have not been that many at least not that many memorable ones and um, this murder on the Orient Express uh, you know I think. The, the people may may now have a little urge for more murder mysteries. And I think that Netflix saw that and they saw the potential and they was like, you know what, we'll raise your budget. We'll pay you both a hundred million dollars and people are going to come. People are going to come. And I think it's more accessible the, through Netflix than people going to the theaters. Because as you know, like I do, people really only go to the theaters for two things. And that's what I'm talking about the general movie going audience. Comedies and action. That is the main bread and butter of the box office. So people are always hesitant to step outside of that unless it's on a streaming service like Netflix. And I think that is what they're banking on. That might be it. And also, you know, in a way, it's almost like counter-programming for, like, uh, superhero movies, too, because it's just a, a grounded murder mystery type. I'm very interested in, like, what... what Because um, I'm, I'm sure it'll be, like, the only returning character will probably be... Um, oh, my God. Uh, Hercule? No, that, that, that's... Uh, 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 I forgot his name, too. Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig's detective. Yeah. 
I, I can't remember the main character's name is about. He's probably the only returning character. Maybe um, Lakeith Stanfield. Maybe he might come back. Who knows? But Daniel Craig is more than ben like the only character coming back. Yeah, there we go. Benoit Blanc. So, yeah, but no, nah, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see. And you said it's going to be two sequels? Yeah, okay, two sequels. So I'm, I'm definitely I'm interested in seeing that. And speaking of Netflix deals, Netflix and Sony Pictures have made a multi-year deal that will see movies made by Sony starting in 2022 come straight to Netflix after the theatrical and home release. With big-name franchises like Spider-Man, Bad Boys, Jumanji, Venom, and Ghostbusters, Netflix is really trying to flex their muscles as the streaming wars heat up. That's a, that's a big-ticket name right there, Venom. Listen, that's, I, that's I, a, I know you didn't like it. That's a that's but a, it, it that's made a, eight it made eight hundred million dollars. That's a ticket seller right there. Venom. It sure it, it made eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, dumbass song. Yeah. Please don't do that to me. But that this is huge. Yeah, it is. This is huge because I mean, every it seems like every movie studio is is finding it or creating its own streaming service home. Warner Brothers, HBO Max, Paramount, Paramount Plus, uh, Marvel Studios, Star Wars, all under Disney Plus. So it, I think I'm, I think this is a good move for Netflix. Again, the heating, the the streaming wars are definitely heating up. Um, with this, with Disney not only having Disney Plus, but also. Hulu and ESPN. Um, I think this is this is good. I think this is good for them. I think that they 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 honestly wouldn't have had anyone else to back them up. I don't think maybe Universal, but other than that, they didn't have anyone else backing them up. And uh, surely, slowly but surely, contracts are starting to to expire and movies. Are, were no longer movies and TV shows were no longer on Netflix. Netflix was starting to rely, having to rely more on um, their original content. And although some of it is good, some of it is definitely trash. So with a move like this between Netflix and Sony, they will have people coming to watch these pre-existing um, these pre-existing franchises. And I think it'll they'll probably end up they might end up winning the streaming wars with this move. But I mean, they're already so far ahead of the game and so so far ahead of the curve in terms of franchises and, and original content. They have literally hundreds, if not thousands, of original content being produced uh, every every year. And um, wow. But what I also didn't mention when I when I wrote that that a dude just read is that um, each movie that was that will be in fact um, released to Netflix from Sony, that movie has an 18 month window and then it's free to go anywhere else. After an 18, you said after 18 months? After 18 months, um, whatever movie was on Netflix from Sony 
expires and is free to go anywhere else. So hmm. there's a back door into this contract. Or, or at least, yeah. So after the 18 months is over, it is being reported that Sony will lease out um, its Spider-Man and Marvel properties over to Disney Plus. Okay. So that means Disney Plus maybe starting in 2022. I don't know, maybe 2023 or 24, whatever is the 18th month break. But um, Disney will start having all the Spider-Man on Disney Plus. All oh, Spider-Man okay. movies. Even the OG ones, okay. Yeah, even the OG ones, which which makes sense now that they're co- kind of combining all the Spider-Man cinematic universes so oh, far. Oh, for sure, for sure. But y- you know what one could avoid to even like bypass all the headaches of having to like wait for like companies to like come together and like make a deal and then finally have their movies on streaming. Uh, just buy a physical copy. I mean, that's what I do. I've, I've had the Spider-Man movies like forever at this point. I can watch them anytime I want. Ain't got to worry about streaming. Ain't got to wait for some shit to come. I just pop it in and then boom, that's it. I mean, just, you know, just something to think about. There is power in the Blu-ray, people. There's power in the Blu-ray. For real. You ain't you ain't lying. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, shout out to y'all that don't only, you know, do streaming, but like us physical media motherfuckers over here, you know, we just be watching our movies and whatnot, you know. We like nostalgia. We like to hold it in our hands. Facts. Feel it. Smell it. Touch I mean, it. I, I don't know about smelling. I, I, don't, I don't really be smelling my blue Lick it. All of that. I don't even know why you do that. That's that that don't even see that the, yep. that whatever. Anyway, real quick question. Yep. For you, Adu. Who right now, who do you think is winning the streaming wars? If I were to guess, I right. would say HBO Max. They've been really? killing it. Yeah, because uh, they've they've been on everyone's minds. They've really been killing it with um the well. For the most part, they've been killing it with the, the the dual put it out on Max, put it out on theaters thing. It feels like every single month they've been people have been talking about a movie that's on their service. You know, they've been whether it's Godzilla versus Kong or Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Space Jam right now. That's not even out yet. Um, uh, what, what was the one that came out before Godzilla versus? Oh, uh, J- Judas and the Black Messiah. You know, it seems like there's always some on HBO Max that. Uh, people are talking about so you know if, if I already guess, yeah the, oh the snyder cut boom that's that's a big one that i was forgetting so yeah i, I would guess hbo max hmm. hmm interesting interesting i would i wouldn't i wouldn't say they're winning i would say they're definitely getting uh more word of mouth more public opinion there's more pr coming to them right now but if I had to really guess who's winning streaming wars, uh, if I had to go ba- going based off numbers and things like that, mm. I'm going to, mm, it is really, it's, it's such a toss up. It's such a toss up between Netflix and Disney plus. Now I only say Netflix, uh, Disney plus really not there's for a couple of factors um, because Disney plus more than doubled its projections when it first came out. I think it's nearly it's nearly close to being half of what Netflix has took over 10 years 
to build in terms of subscribers. And not only does Disney own Disney Plus, but like I said a little a few minutes ago, they own Hulu. They own fucking ESPN. No, 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 no. Hold on just a minute. That, that, that shouldn't count. And and and, and they and have Hulu's success they shouldn't have count it, for Disney Plus. They have it when they're they're uh they're a, a package deal now. They have it where they're a package deal. No, that does no, that shouldn't count. Those are two you can have Hulu without having Disney Plus, and you can have Disney Plus without having Hulu. That shouldn't count. I mean, but they're owned by the same company. They're owned by the same company, but they have the same service. All right, fine, I'll give you that. Well, then I'll still stick with. Well, I mean, the only thing where I'm where I'm off here is the is mentioning uh, Hulu. Disney Plus still garnered almost half of of Netflix's subscribers, the amount anyway. But I want to say Netflix is winning a little more than I want to say. Disney Plus is winning, and I, I'll say say it because although Disney Plus has Star Wars, and they now have Marvel, um, I don't think that that they're they have enough content to match uh, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is they they definitely have a wider range of content than Disney Plus has yet to reach um disney plus although yeah like i said has star wars has marvel it only has those it only has those are weekly event shows it has no no movies that are that are that have been made originally yet for disney plus and i think it's it's lacking because of that it's lacking because it only has a lot of old archived content and i think that that puts Netflix at an advantage because they have new content coming out. It seems like every week, not just shows and not one show a week, multiple shows a week, multiple movies a month. On top of that, they just have like a more varied amount of content. Like, cause like Disney plus is very, um, PG. Yeah. It's a lot of family focused entertainment versus HBO Max or Netflix or the other ones that have like a variety of things like, you know, HBO Max alone, you could watch uh, uh, Ed and Nettie or like Justice League or something, you know, or something for kids. Right. And then you could turn around and watch the fucking The Sopranos or The Wire or fucking Oz or something. Game of Thrones. Or yeah, Game of Thrones. Like it's it's got a wide area of content. And I feel as though that uh, Disney Plus not being able to cross that boundary, even though that's what they uh, they have Hulu for, but we're not talking about that. I feel as though because Disney is not able to cross that boundary of having things outside of family content, I think that's what's holding them back. I also think that their higher price tag for the one one show a month that I watch because of them, whether it's Mando or whether it's WandaVision or now Falcon Winter Soldier. Other than that, I really don't feel a need to pay just to watch one show at a time and spread out. When Netflix has a word, it's either spread out or nine times out of 10, it's all bingeable. I honestly feel like at some point they're going to merge Disney Plus and Hulu. It doesn't even really make sense much, make much sense not to, you know, at this point. Uh, yeah, but then uh, yeah, it's it's very possible. I don't know what you would call that that entity, but uh, 
Well, I mean, I guess they could just keep the Disney branding. You wouldn't really have to change it, right? But then Hulu has so many deals with so many other like um, networks outside of Disney's norm, which I think would be the problem for Disney. Uh, well, yeah. They they are pretty um protective of their brand. So yeah, and speaking of being protective of uh, one's brand, Will Smith and Antoine Fuqua officially pulled their film Emancipation, which was based a true story about an escaped slave who went to fight in the Union Army. They pulled um they pulled this movie from being shot in Atlanta, Georgia because they are men of integrity, they are men of character, and the things that are happening in Georgia right now um, in terms of voter restriction are things they don't agree with, things that I don't agree with personally. And so in order to not support the state of Georgia and to, to start pulling back some money that the state of Georgia was getting, they are choosing to look for uh, a secondary uh, location for shooting. And as you know, like I do, I do um, Georgia is is one of the hottest places for for filming. No, for sure. I'm pretty sure it has a nickname of uh, Black Hollywood at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, Marvel almost I wouldn't say exclusively, but majorly films a lot of its movies in Georgia because of Georgia has these tax incentives that are so lucrative and so nice to Hollywood studios. No, for sure. that, Don't Tyler Perry own like 60% of the state or something? Tyler Perry has his own studio. That nigga's practically king of it, of, of Georgia now. I mean, yeah, he'd be letting people film on there and everything. He's got, uh, does he have the largest studio now? Yes, he does. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. You know, uh, every, every time you watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier at the end of the show, they got the little uh, uh, Georgia peach that pops up, you know? Yeah, so, you can't, yeah, you, you can't a, watch a Marvel movie without seeing that Georgia Peach. Yeah, that's, and a, that's that is, a major thing. That's the, the power that Georgia has had because their tax incentives, you know, they, they give such great tax breaks to, to the film industry, to film and television industry. Mm-hmm. That, that's why film and television is always going there. Yeah. But with the, the bills that um, Georgia has introduced, um, it makes it hard to want to, to wanna, go to a state that is trying so so uh vehemently to suppress voting and it's because, so blatant too like and yeah and they say oh it's not you don't you don't even see we we allow people to come earlier we uh, we you know we extended the day like no no one's getting up at four in the morning to go vote people also still have lives still have to work Give and me so, a genuinely good reason that you shouldn't be able to give people voting in line, food and water. There is honestly, give me. There's no fucking good reason. There is at all. Like this is like it's asinine. And I, for one, I commend, I commend Will Smith and Antoine Fuqua for pulling um, their film from that location. Um, I well, do I, hope. I, I'm not sure if I, I want to see a. It was described as a, a slave thriller. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, when you think about the story of the of the man, then you you can see why it's a thriller. Ah, right, right, true story. Okay. Well, because the, it's an actual slave who escaped, yeah. 
and he you know he has he has a long journey remember that you might have seen it that picture of that one um black person from a while ago um, it has to be a bit more descriptive than that i'm trying trying to get to it um it's a picture of a black man it's a black and white picture and his back is torn up more than bruce wayne Mm. and i'm gonna send it to you so you know what i'm talking about um but he it is truly a it's 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 an interesting story it is a is a truly interesting story and i i think that because of the themes of that story i think it makes sense also for them to be like you know what this feels a little racist this feels like we're going backwards and our film is, a, is about recognizing the past but moving forward and georgia is not doing that yeah they're not doing, yeah at all at all it's just i don't know it's really fucked up what they're doing on that you know and did you hear um about what happened with um black panther 2 they're still filming in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, they're still filming. And um, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm blanking on the director's name. Are you serious? Ryan Coogler? Yes, Ryan Coogler actually, he gave a reason and, you know, he explained that he felt like he didn't want to deprive people in the state of jobs. And like, I, I get that point of view too, you know, it's, it's, oh. a, it's, a, it's a tough situation. Yeah. I, I feel like that was like his cookie cutter answer. I feel like Marvel forced him to uh, I, I mean, he signed a contract. Gonna, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't going to say it. Shit, I, I mean, I'm sure Marvel agrees with him, but I'm like, Disney, Disney is all about the, the money and all about tax incentives and tax breaks and everything. So they're like, you know what? I, we don't give a shit. Okay, Georgia will settle itself at some point. But we will not be one of the ones to not to have to pay more because, you know, Georgia wants to do whatever fucked up shit it's doing. And I just sent you the picture, by the way, of the the slave. His name is Peter. Oh yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, so that's that's the person that Will Smith is playing. Okay. Is this the first time he's done a movie like I don't think Will Smith's ever done like a this is the first movie, time right? he's done a slave movie. Okay. I mean he had the opportunity with Django, but he was like, no, nah, I wanted to be more romantic. I wanted to be more funny. I wanted uh, I want him to be smarter. Will Smith was trying to like have a 21st century nigga in the past. Like, no, he's a he's a past he had a 21st century hairline. I mean shit. <laughs> Shit. And what now, up? Now look at his hairline. The nigga has a new one. Jamie Foxx, I mean. That? Well, the, wait, he does? That yes, that's a that's a, that's a toupee, bro. No, no way. That's that's his hair. We don't no, know. No, it that. is not. Are you serious? You think that's his hair? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. How did his hairline go so far back? And now it's it's nice and it's I it's mean. Lovely. You know, Jamie, there's Jamie all Fox types. Has of... Literally posted pictures on his Instagram of him bald one day, and the next day he's got his hair back on. Look, the man, I mean, the, the man could... has a faded toupee, bro. You have to, you got to get with it. I, I 
respect Jamie Foxx as a talent. He is very he is very talented. His hairline is not his. He is hilarious. Yes. I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know nothing. I I don't you're saying that not me. I I don't know. I I have no idea. Whatever. What's next? After six years and some reshuffling of possible directors and writers, Paramount has announced a new Star Trek movie that will be released in 2023. Whether it takes place in the J.J. Abrams Kelvin timeline or an entire new story with new characters, who knows? Not entirely clear. Yeah, I mean, you know, cool. I'm not really big into the the new Star Trek movies. Just, I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm not that big of a Trekkie. I'm and more of a Star Wars ass nigga. But Star and Trek I'm pretty is. sure you have yet to watch Discovery like I've asked. Who? What? You Discovery. Won't. It was even on CBS for free. You called me even, and told me that. I don't even. I don't even. Is that a new Star Trek show? Oh, Discovery! Right, 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 right. Yeah, yes. It had, it had the, the 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 lady from The Walking Dead on there. Yeah, Misha Green. No, Misha, that's no. Yeah, that's not her name. Her name starts with an S. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh um, no, I, I haven't seen it yet. Did you know that Nickelodeon is apparently making a cartoon? Did you shut your mouth, dude? You shut up. I, I I saw um it's, it's got um Captain Jane on there. You know what? I I don't even her yeah. name is her name is Shaniqua Martin Green. Sucker. Yeah, oh. Shaniqua Martin Green. You know what? I don't even want to. Okay, whatever. Clearly, one of us is not a Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie, but I do like the current Star Trek uh, series and the films. Although number two and number one were number one was good. Number two was. And Star Trek Beyond was somewhat better than two. But I really like the new Star Trek television shows with Discovery, Picard, and the other ones they have announced. Especially the animated show, um, Star Trek Lower Decks, which is created by one of the writers from um, Rick and Morty. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I mean you, you're probably indifferent about it, but... Um, I, if, if you guys like it, I love it. So. That's a cop-out answer, but we'll we'll take it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's been since 2016, so yeah, it's been about five years. Six, five years? It's been about five years now. So next one will come. When the next one comes out, it'll be seven years total? Seven years since the last one came out? Yeah, so... Um, it's it's very curious. No, no one knows really what um, like what timeline it takes place. If it's like I said, it like you said, if it's new characters or what. I mean, we heard at one point they were doing uh, we're looking at Quentin Tarantino to direct a Star Trek movie, and then we had heard um, a woman, a female director, I forget her name, but she and I think she directed some episodes of Game of Thrones. She was going to do Star Trek, and then I think she backed out. And then I think they had found another director, who I think he was the writer slash creator of, oh God, of the show Legion on FX. Right. Oh yeah, the X Men one. Yeah. Yeah. So they so they had found a director. I'm not sure if he's still directing this. If this is the movie he's directing, or if that's something else. 
we don't know. But uh, to me, uh, more Star Trek is good Star Trek, so I'm excited. So that Tarantino one is just done? They're not doing it no more? I think the negotiations went up in smoke. I think Tarantino was thinking he could do it, but you and I both know he is not somebody who's ever done like an effects heavy movie. And so it might be a bit of a hurdle for him. He's more on character and more on like that kind of pop cult type of uh, director. So I don't, I don't know if that would have been a, a, a fit for him or not, but I would have been curious to see all the fake blood splattering and in space. Back to Netflix for a minute. Director of Kong Skull Island, Jordan Vaught Roberts, has been tapped by Netflix to direct the very first live action adaptation of the mega popular anime, Gundam. Yeah, um, I'm of two minds about this because I was very much into Gundam as a as a kid. I haven't watched Gundam in a very long time, actually. Same. But I'm just like, so which Gundam? Because there's like a whole bunch of Gundam series. I, I guess maybe he's just going to tackle the first one, I guess. I don't know. But like live action anime adaptations, they probably have a worse track record than video game movies. Mm, yeah. From Ghost in the Shell to Death Note, which was made by Netflix. Um, God. I mean, Ball Evolution. Yeah. Let's not talk about that one. Uh, That one makes me upset. I get upset my stomach thinking about it. But anyway, um, what's your your other state of mind on it? Oh, that, um, I mean, you know, I'm down for, for most things Gundam, but, you know, like I said, live action anime movie automatically has me like, eh, I don't know about this. I'm hoping that this is the, even though I really like the first one and the anime series that just came out, I'm hoping that this is the better and more successful um, Pacific Rim because mm. Pacific Rim, which was Directed by Guillermo del Toro, at least the first one, I thought was a great, was a good movie. It it, it mixed, it had some original looking monsters. Um, I like that they that the tagline is "Monsters came to Earth, so Earth created its own monsters to fight the ones from another another planet." I liked that, and I liked the design of those robots and how there had to be drift compatibility. And they called the robots Jaegers and they all had their own like code names like Gypsy Danger or Red Tornado or Red Cyclone, I think, or was it Red Tornado or something like that. Um, I like Pacific Rim a lot. The second one was somewhat more of a disappointment. Still gave me my, my dose of, of giant robots and monsters. I think I am really of the giant robots. I really like giant robots. I don't know where it comes from. Um, Transformers, I mean, Rim. who doesn't love giant robots? But it's all about are they? How are they used in the in the movie? Are they badass? Are they fluid? Are they slow and and boxy or rusty, or or are they? Do they move more organically? Uh, do they have weapons or 
or or what that that's the interesting thing that's what people love like to see like to see the technology and how crazy it can get and, and especially in a fight especially a space fight so i'm curious i my 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 curiosity has definitely been peaked they have my attention um but like you said yeah there, there's definitely a, a bad track record for Hollywood in terms of adapting uh, Japanese anime um, or anime, period. Although, hey, you know, Detective Pikachu was both a video game movie and an anime movie, so that was pretty, you know. Well, it had Ryan Reynolds going for it, too, so that, I think, is is kind of a, a plus, but you're right. It did have a lot going up against it, and it, it, it even though I haven't seen it, um, it, I, it did get quite a bit good, quite a few good reviews. Um, it was high. It was cute. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a cute little movie. Um, it didn't do too high at the box office like I think they thought it would, but it did a decent amount, which I think is it might be getting a sequel at some point soon. I, 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 I don't know. I don't care. But um, yeah, my interest has peaked. And um, Jordan Va- Roberts, I think he did a good job with Kong. Skull Island um, and those monsters there. So I, he clearly know has good camera work um, in terms of um, giant creatures and things. So I think it, it will work pretty, pretty well for him. I think this might be a good fit. Um, storytelling ability. We haven't really seen great storytelling ability from this director, but Kong Skull Island, there's only so much you can do. Damn, that sounds like shade. I wouldn't say it's shade. I'm just speaking facts. You here. just said this man can't tell a story. No, I'm telling, I'm saying Kong Skull Island is a very simplistic story. Wow. Vietnam veterans land on an island, start causing havoc. You're coming for this man's whole life. Okay, this is what we're not about to see. We're not about <laughs> he to He said simplistic storytelling. Like, Oh my I'm God. saying wow. he definitely didn't have a chance to direct his like an Oscar winning movie or anything. So I don't oh know my what... God. <laughs> he just won't stop. He just he, keeps Did what, he do something to what you? What do you call Kong's Kalan? You think that's like an example an example I would of call... exemplary writing? What? <laughs> nah, for real. Did he do something to you? Like, what? Jesus no, Christ. I'm saying you're just going in on him. What Michael Bay directs Transformers <laughs> movies, but I know he's better. He has better. He could do better. I'm just saying. God damn! This bro. director hasn't done much besides Kong, so I don't know what his storytelling ability is outside. My word! You know what? <laughs> Fuck you! I would Read say. I would say it was fun. You know, it was entertaining. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. You another know, way of a, saying a simplistic a, popcorn movie. I would not have used the, those words, sir. I don't you, know. Listen, I don't hear that you is, denying them. Is, I don't hear you denying them. How about you? Mean. This? How about this? <laughs> How about this? Read the next thing, Dick. <laughs> oh, shit. Russell Crowe's been cast in the Marvel. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Marbles in my mouth. Russell yeah, Crowe has been cast in the, <laughs> cast in the Marvel film Thor: Love and Thunder as none other than Zeus, father of all Greek mythology and real father to Marvel character Hercules. Yes, he exists in the Marvel comics as well. So yeah, uh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. The news came out a while ago that Russell Crowe was going to be in here, but we just didn't know who he was going to play. So it turns out he's playing Zeus, which is pretty interesting to me. That um, you know, Marvel or I guess Marvel's version of Greek mythology is uh being introduced with uh you know their kind of version of Norse mythology, right? Right. Um. Yes, our source a while ago. Uh, I remember this. He had said um, that Marvel was planning on doing bigger things with Hercules. Like, mm. and I don't know if it's in this phase, but they were planning on it within the next couple of years. So this might just be opening the door. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't imagine that Hercules has been cast, but I'm definitely saying that this probably is an Easter egg that um, makes sense later down the line for Marvel. You think there's going to be a big crossover when Disney eventually does a live action Hercules adaptation? Shut up. Who puts the gladiator? No, shut, 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 shut your whore mouth. No, Hercules. Is he strong? Doing greater? Is he sweet? I just hope that it it would be hilarious though if they released those two movies at the same time. Like if Hercules had his own movie and then Disney. And musical Hercules had You're his own movie. hero. Motherfucker, shut up! <laughs> I wonder, nah, for, I wonder if they're gonna like make him ginger and like I don't know. I I honestly think they they'll make Hercules a black dude. I honestly think he might be. Uh, you talking about Marvel Hercules? No, I'm talking about musical. Live at, oh, really? Why? Uh, well, why do you think that? I, I feel like Zeus lent himself to to looking like a black man. I mean, I know, although he he had like a golden aura, so you can't really say, but I feel like he would be a black man. And why do you think I, Zeus would be black? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly feel like like Disney is in the hat right now is in the habit of casting uh, more diversely. I would say, and I think if if they can make one of their most popular princesses. In the Little Mermaid, a black girl, I think they can make Zeus, if not Hercules himself, black, if not biracial. Well, if they actually do do that, I mean, I feel like the choice is obvious, right? Idris Elba as Zeus, yeah, hmm. it's gotta be Idris Elba. That, that's now that's a nigga that looks like Zeus. Hmm. I'm not mad at that. I am not mad at that. The question would then become who do you get as Hercules? Uh, probably. Uh, uh, what's his face? John David Washington. I would say no. I would say a different John. John Boyega. Oh shit! Yeah, that's even better. Okay, yeah, John Boyega's Hercules. You know, I think that would be an an, an inspired choice. Uh, the real question would be, are they going to use that same shitty software they use for skinny Captain America? <laughs> They'll probably just like I don't know. They'll probably just get like a younger actor or something. Hmm. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, there's got to be a, a decent enough actor that looks similar enough to John Boyega out there, right? Maybe. Maybe. Or whoever they cast, I don't know. Assuming they even do this. Maybe. Yeah, man. Um, I, 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 I'm in. I'm interested in seeing where Marvel goes with this because it is pretty interesting that they're like they appear to be like introducing like the concept of like Greek heroes into the Marvel universe. 
Yes, I find it super interesting. And I think Marvel is, I think I'm, I could be wrong here, but I'm thinking Marvel has finally picked up on everybody is kind of tired of the same old formula. I mean, not that it's not effective, it's definitely effective, but we do want a little more variety. And I think that they might be picking up on that, especially with what they're doing with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and the MCU shows. I think that they might, um, I think they might finally be getting the hint that they maybe need to do something a little different or if not a lot different, which was, which I think WandaVision starting out, I think that was the most different thing they've done so far. And I look, I look forward to seeing what else they do, whether that's replacing, eventually killing off Thor and replacing him with Hercules, who's to say? Oh, I hope they don't do that. Can you, I mean, I guess I could imagine- Don't kill off Thor. Well, not kill him off, but make him, you know, he's the all-father now. So, of course, in the comics, at some point, he does take that seriously and decides to retire from being an Avenger. Well, uh, but th- they're going to make Jane the new Thor eventually, right? Isn't that one of the... Is, no. is, isn't that part of uh, Love and Thunder? That That is part of Love and Thunder. That's part of Love and Thunder, yes. But that wouldn't be a permanent thing. I mean, it might be. You never know. She has cancer. The more... And in the comics, the more she turns into Thor the more her cancer progresses. Um, I don't think it'll be a permanent thing. Well, I mean, you, they might, you never know. Maybe they leave that part out of, the, out of the movie. I hope they include that because I feel like Thor needs some 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 serious drama. I mean, Taika Waititi, he's a funny guy and he, the last Thor was great, but Marvel is nothing but funny. Like, can we get some actual drama? Like, thank you. We appreciated the little bit of sadness and tears we got at the end of Infinity War, you know, but... Falcon and Winter Soldier has a bunch of drama review coming up, by the way, uh, soon. So, I mean, yeah, they got some drama in there. Eh, I feel like it's, it's like, not... It's surface-level drama, nothing deep. And I feel like... Falcon and Winter Soldier? Okay, maybe maybe that's a poor choice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying they're going up there. That that is one of the steps Marvel is taking to be different, to to move away from their their tried and true formula. Oh, you mean the 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 Zeus thing? The Zeus thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. It comes out what like 2022 or something, right? It comes out this year. Love and Thunder. Oh shit! No, yeah, that's next year. My bad. Yeah, I was about to say what? Oh I shit! Okay, I was, th- I can't I was thinking, like, goddamn. All right, let's I, go. I was thinking of the first trailer we will be reviewing, aka Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Is it actually Shang? Yes. Okay, because I've been saying it incorrectly. Shang Chi. Okay. Shang Chi. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Americans will always say Shang Chi. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the trailer just dropped what like a couple of days ago or something like that, and uh, I like it. You know, it's, it's, it seems it, I mean Marvel's basically doing a, a martial arts movie. You know, I want to see what they do with that. Yes, I I do as well. Um, because Simu Liu, or I'm sorry, Shang Shang Chi. Um, is Marvel's most um, well 
one of their most prized fighters. He's one of the most skilled fighters in all of Marvel Comics, right next to Iron Fist. Which is wild to me because he is like damn near as obscure as you can get. Right. And, you know, the and the general gist of this trailer is, you know, this young boy trained young to be a great fighter by someone apparently who appears to be his father. And then at a certain point, he goes away into hiding or goes into living a normal life for 10 years. And then I guess his old life comes back to haunt him and he has to fight. Something I'm guessing he probably spent those 10 years trying to avoid. You know who I'm pretty sure his father is? These nuts. Do you want the mature answer now? Oh, the Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it seems like that's what they're, which to me, um, I find it, you know, I think this might be a good way to like bring the Mandarin into the MCU if that is what they're actually doing. Which the real Mandarin this time. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of y'all liked that whole Trevor twist. I, um, I personally wasn't a fan. I, I was not either. I like, and I love Ben Kingsley. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I honestly thought he would have been a, like the way they set up his version of the Mandarin, I thought was perfect. Mm-hmm. He was a he was an, a kind of like an eco terrorist who had kind of walked been in all walks of life. He was a former military guy, so he'd been all over the world. So he kind of had these picked up things from different cultures, and I thought it was I thought it was smart. I thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Fucking slap me around and call me a, a bitch definitely a good way to update a character that's kind of been historically offensive in the comic books you know but if yep. if they'd actually like you know kept with it you know it would have been fine i mean look at a uh uh, uh man ape right you know they updated man ape for the for the modern day exact uh uh man ape oh 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 you mean mbaku, mbaku yeah First yeah, of all, they don't. They, first of all, they're not calling a black man man ape in no fucking Disney movie. Thank no, God. They definitely so they, make him pound yeah, his chest they like call a him gorilla. His, yeah, his actual name in Baku. You know, that's one way they updated a, 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 a potentially offensive character. You know, and Marvel so was doing like such a great possible. job. Yeah. But I guess you know, I guess the Mandarin, um, the name, I guess, lends itself to being of Asian descent. Um, so hopefully, and I don't think that no self-respecting Asian person or actor, should I say, would play the Fu Manchu role. Any that's that's no longer PC, no longer cared for. So hopefully, this version of the Mandarin is a brutal, ruthless, heartless, murdering badass motherfucker. Hopefully, and hopefully and I- taken seriously. And I don't think they've done the whole my father is a villain thing before in the MCU, have they? Oh, well, yes, they have, obviously. Duh, fucking Gamora and Thanos. Yeah, but she was a villain too for a while. This will be kind of different. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess, you know. Well, in, in a way, I suppose, yeah. But yeah, this trailer this trailer definitely excites me. It's, I'm curious to see Marvel's version of like a kung fu film um and i look forward to seeing the first asian uh, asian superhero that we've, we've ever had um hopefully next up is namor but this this is a step in the right direction marvel great job keep it up 
Do you think they'll ever actually do Namor, or do you think they might think it's too similar to Aquaman? I mean, from what I heard, that they were they were planning on doing Namor in uh in the next Black Panther, either mm. Namor or Do- or Doctor Doom or both. Okay. Okay. Well, next up we got you know my favorite director, of course, Zack oh. Snyder's Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So, in tandem of editing and maybe filming a few extra scenes with Justice League. Right before that, Zack Snyder had just, um, well, his updated version of Justice League. But right before that, during the pandemic, Zack Snyder had shot uh, a little zombie flick, um, which is kind of, which was kind of his start in this big Hollywood industry outside of commercials or music videos. He started with Dawn of the Dead. So in a way, he's like going back to his roots. Um, yeah, it definitely is like going back to his roots, but it's also different. The um, this movie stars so many people, um, but chief among them is Dave Bautista, former wrestler, now Marvel star. Um, he's if you don't know who that is, he plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. FYI. And this will be the true test of can he lead a film? Because Stuber, shitty movie. Um, My Spy, I think is what it was called, where he played like the CIA agent who was protecting a little girl, Mm -hmm. some Dwayne the Rock Johnson shit when he was first starting out. Mm -hmm. Um, Terrible movie. He's good as a supporting character. He was good in Blade Runner 2049. He was good. And he's, I mean, he's great in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But the real test of his acting prowess is can he lead this movie? Does he have enough charisma, enough uh, character, enough chops to lead this movie? Can he walk alone inside this pit of danger? And you know, what I, what I noticed and from details I further read. Hello? Yeah. This this movie, I'm going to fuck you up. This movie is basically a heist movie that takes place within a sectioned off version of the zombie apocalypse. From what I gathered, the the zombie apocalypse appears to have only spread to Las Vegas, and it appears to be quarantined. Not only that, but the zombies are fucking smart. They they have like a pack mentality now. So they not only have pack mentality, but they are smart enough to dodge hits and fight. That's a zombie for you. Zack Snyder is redefining what a zombie is. On top of that, it seems like they got zombie animals too. You see that fucking uh, zombie tiger? They have zombie fucking tigers. You know what Zack Snyder said? Makes sense. Sure, I guess. (laughs) Have they done zombie animals before? Uh, no, actually. Normally, the animals are still running around free in the wilderness. Like, when we see a deer, normally they run away or they are just about to be eaten. So this will be an interesting an interesting movie, The Army of the, of the Dead. Hey, they have my boy Ghost looking jacked up, though. Amari Hardwick? Yeah, I mean, Amari was always a jacked dude. No, I mean jacked up as in his hairline. You couldn't they couldn't get my man's a barber? Oh damn. Damn, damn, damn. Who did who what did he do to you? Oh, what did yeah. ghost 
What did Ghost what did they, do? What did they? What did they do to him? Wow! I didn't make his hair look like that. Wow! Whatever. Someone get this poor brother a brush or something. My God! What? Why would they do him like this? Okay. All right. You you're gonna leave his Ghost alone. Unbelievable. But this movie stars like Dave Bautista, Tig Notaro, um, Omari Harvick, Hiroyuki Sonata. You know, um, Theo Rossi. You know, from Sons of Anarchy. And also he, Daredevil. And, I mean, no. not Daredevil. Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, and Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage. Um, you know, it's a nice little stack cast of not, I wouldn't say A-listers, but character actors. And I think that that is what will make this movie stand out. It's not just like A-listers who are synonymous with their personalities, but people who can slip in and out of different roles. And I think this is this is good. Mm-hmm. I always think this is good for a movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I want to, the trailer definitely interests me. I actually want to, I want to check this out. I think it looks really cool and badass. Um, you know, I also want to point out yeah. Hiroyuki Sonata. You know, he was in the Wolverine. He's been in so many movies from the Wolverine to 47 Ronin. He's even been in Avengers. You know, fucking rush hour. Now he's just he's in Mortal Kombat as fucking Scorpion, the new movie. This man is 60 years old and just signed up for an action franchise. 60 signed up to not only be in Mortal Kombat, but the movie, the movie we're talking about right now. Fucking the army of the dead. You know, this, this the work ethic on this man is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I, I know at 60 years old, fucking Denzel damn near was about to retire. He's like, okay, let me do this one, this equalizer movie real quick, and then I'm done. So um, good on him. Here, yeah, here are you. I didn't, even, I didn't even know uh, the actor for Scorpion was 60. He, yeah, he's 60 years old. I, I mean, you would think for such a physical role, they would pick somebody maybe in their 30s or 40s. I mean, you know, like Ryan Reynolds said in um, in Deadpool, somebody who can carry a franchise for 10 to 15 years. Um, but hey, I mean, maybe he de-ages or maybe they find another actor at some point. Who knows? But is he is he like he's doing stunts too? Yeah, he's a oh, he's a shit. he's a martial artist. Okay. Yeah, that's badass. All right. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, Zack Snyder's the Army of the Dead. What about you? Same. Yeah, I want to. I definitely want to check it out, man. It looks really cool. You know, I'm not gonna. If lie. it's another, if it's another three hour and thirty minute movie, Zack. Okay, now slow down a goddamn minute. All right, no, no, three hour zombie movie. Now, come on, now, please keep it. Keep we, well, it. we know Zack. We, we know Zack. <sighs> but yeah, man. Um, so I do. Do you think like? Okay, so first off, I want to ask. Well, I guess this is a two tier question. Do you think zombies are played out? And if they are, do you think this movie could like revitalize zombie movies? I think The Walking Dead and all, and it's two or three spinoffs have definitely killed the zombie uh, genre. Um, it, even when it's a, a comedy like Zombieland Two, it's not even if that. I'm not even, even gonna funny. lie. Until you mentioned it, I completely forgot Zombieland Two even existed. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at you if you did but i i honestly do feel like the zombie genre is is overhyped and is overplayed right now and i think that um honestly 
people are I think people are more curious to see how the, the zombie apocalypse happens. Like because we it's always a brief moment or a quick flash, and then it's just boom, we're we're just stuck in the middle of it. Well, I mean, I think we can uh, say from real life experience that uh, it wouldn't be too far off from that actually happening. But but that would that would be much more of a movie like to see what fucking idiot genius is the one that developed this virus or whatever. I think that's a much more compelling, interesting movie. Oh, you mean a whole movie about how it started? How it started. It's its first symptoms and in hosts and how it spreads like, oh so it, like like um the first movie in the new rise of the planet of the apes trilogy so something like very that. much like that okay. yes kind of not very much but kind of yes kind of like that um yeah yeah actually that you could that that actually sounds really cool that's not a bad yeah, idea I'm, I'm tired of seeing people walk in circles hunting around for expired food yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only, so like, do you think this movie could possibly revitalize it? Uh, I don't know. I honestly can't. I can't give you an answer on that, to be honest. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it'll, it'll probably be enjoyed, the movie, I'm sure. But I don't think it's going to add a lot of hype to the genre as a whole. Mm. Um, Zack Snyder's a very visceral um, stylistic director. So, uh, I'm sure that right there will will help sell the movie, but not the genre itself, unfortunately. Okay. All right, the next trailer we're talking about, um, I, this looks like it might be a cult hit. Who knows? It's called The Waterman. And it's a movie directed and co-starring David Oyelowo. See, say, it again, say it with me now. David, David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. So, oh, damn it. Oh, yellow. God damn it. Oh, yellow. Come on, bro. Represent for right. your African. David Oyelowo. That's not oh, right. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, Yes, perfect. Um, he directed this movie, The Waterman. It's basically about this little boy. I would say he's maybe a preteen, maybe 12, 13, maybe even younger than that. Um, whose mom, Rosario Dawson, has cancer. You know, I love me some Rosario Dawson. So to see her sitting in some bed, faking like she got the cancer, brings me, it already moves me. But this little boy, he hears a rumor of some man uh, in the mountains or in the, in the forest, whatever, what have you, who has the key to immortality. Um, and he goes out with a sword in the woods with the help of a female friend and they embark on a journey to find this man it kind of it reminds me a bit of um like the kind of jesus christ how did you know because it also reminded me of bridge to fuck? i just said bridge to terabithia yeah it gives me like that sense of the mystical the nothing the imagination of those kids when they were in in the in the forest or in the woods but there's actually real world implications in there um of what's actually happening and i guarantee you if if i watch this movie and they say and they find the guy and he says the key to immortality is remembering 
I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. Because that is some super sentimental mellow shit. And I want to see this man give his mom immortality. We all wish our parents could live forever. We all wish they could see us and see our kids and our kids' kids and so on and so forth. So I, I, I like the, the vague plot of what I saw from this trailer. What about you? Um, I'm, I'm, I wasn't like, it was interesting to me. You know, I wasn't totally sure on it, you know. Um, I like how it does appear to be like a mostly black cast. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's, I'm interested in seeing, I didn't, like when, when at the end, when it said movie by David Oyelowo, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. He's making movies now. Okay, so that, that piqued my interest for sure. You know, that made me want to check it out even more. I mean, just off the title alone, I thought it was going to be like some weird offshoot of Aquaman or some shit. I was like, what? Waterman, what? And maybe it's yeah, that's less, Waterboy. And yeah. let's just normalize, you know, let's normalize different depictions of blackness yeah yeah it's tired of slave movies us going through rape and torture uh, and racism let's let's i mean shit we go through things like everybody else we go through we have an imagination our parents die um we have hopes for college we have we have fucking great senses of humor just like anybody else Normal, let's normalize things that aren't necessarily a tribute to slavery or a tribute to black trauma. I'm actually so glad you said that because that's because it's reminded me of like you know, like a movie for kids, you know, in the vein of like Richard Terabithia or like um, which was an all white cast, yeah, and it's, the, it's a great concept, but it could be, but it's a concept that shouldn't be only for a white cast, exactly. Well, the, the one with um, Oprah and Mindy Kaling. Um, oh, based uh, off of Wrinkle and Wrinkle, Time. Yeah, Wrinkle and Time, Wrinkle and Time. It uh, reminded me of those movies. And it's like, I don't think we've ever seen a movie like that with like uh, all, well, I guess Wrinkle and Time is kind of one. But yeah, well, you don't usually, you know, see movies like that with like cast like this. You know? Yeah, we don't, we don't see too many like young black coming of age movies. Exactly. The last one that not, I thoroughly At least enjoyed. not ones that aren't like also focused on like gang violence or something yeah right right the last one that i thoroughly enjoyed um was dope which i am going to watch today i'm going to watch dope let me see if it's streaming somewhere it's been so long since i've seen it i remember i loved watching it so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it nope it's not streaming nowhere you gotta pay i'll still find a way Physical copies, people. Like you said, this is why we have them. But yeah, man. So yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It, it seems interesting to me. All right, and the next trailer. Good God, Fast is... Nine, nigga. Let's go. Oh, let's God. go. F Nine, baby. Yes. Um, yes. The space, nigga. I don't know if they're going to space. They're going to space, nigga. Did you they see definitely that? Definitely strapped a rocket. They were in the, the sky. They had a rocket on the car. They yeah. had space suits on, nigga. They go to space. That's all you need to know. That's they the had Tyrese and Ludacris up in the car with space suits, nigga. Are you serious? That's all you need to know, people. 
It is. A, it is. It. It. They, they got, go to fucking space, nigga. They actually fast go cars, it. cars with rockets, cars oh with magnets. Like they, they fucking. I guess they don't give a shit about the spoiler that Han is back. I mean, I know it was like it was a quick thing in the last trailers that were coming out last year or 2019, I guess. But I guess they said, fuck it, everybody knows. So they just put Han on full display. And you know what? Honestly, I feel like um, uh, Jason Statham's character, Shaw, Deckard Shaw, I don't think he even ever killed that guy. Oh, clearly not. But I, I the think car he car exploded, man. Yeah, but then and uh, uh, fast was seven or eight or maybe before that six. They showed him walking up to Han after Han was crawling out and sh- and apparently shooting him. So we don't know what the fuck is really happening in these fast movies. They're making up shit as they go. Maybe he's a clone or something, or maybe a twin brother or a droid. I don't know if the Fast Furious would go to Android. They are going to space. Space is more realistic Hobbs, than Android. Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. Nigga, Idris Elba was a cyborg in Hobbs and Shaw. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Literally a cyborg. That's not that far away, man. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this movie is basically family against family. What 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 could fucking defeat Dominic Toretto? Family. What could help him? Family. Like, damn. Can we can we get back to the fucking street racing, please? God nah, damn. Nah, fuck that. We we we're, fucking we're robbing banks in Brazil, strapping rockets to cars in space. What type of sh- where, where the nah. fuck has this franchise gone? We're going to space, and then we're gonna travel back in time. And then we're gonna hang out with dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Motherfucker, they gonna... might as well go meet up with Doc Brown and hit and hit up a few places through time in the DeLorean. Team up with Optimus Prime and fight Megatron. They fucking said that um, a, a, a Jurassic World movie uh, crossover is not out of the realm of possibility. So of you might be not. right. Of course it's not. They're both on my Universal, right? Yep. There you go. Ugh. God, but yes, this is the Fast and Furious movie. A bunch of loud noises, cars going super fast in air, in in the air and on the ground. Um, yeah, that's the movie. That's what it'll be. I mean, we're clearly we're both gonna go see it because we are sucked in at this point. We're oh, we're we're locked in. Oh, well. It's anime with cars. I mean, and uh, now is it? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Now, I know damn well they don't expect me to buy that John Cena and Vin Diesel are brothers. So maybe he's a, one of them. Is yeah, I want to know. Maybe they're adopted because John Cena look at, and fucking Vin Diesel, there's no way I would ever assume that they are related. So it has to be like an adoption thing. And also, am I supposed to believe that this entire time Vin Diesel was like robbing banks and driving cars and shit? Cena was over here being the fucking, I don't know, Winter Soldier or something. Like, what the hell is going on here? Shit, that I guess this fucking this franchise asks asks you to drop your sense of disbelief so so often, but it is what it is. It makes billions of dollars, so fuck it. The last trailer we're talking about is a trailer that kind of surprised me, but I mean I knew it was coming, but it kind of surprised me. Um, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Um. 
<laughs> this move. I don't, I don't know what to think of this franchise. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't think this would become a franchise. I thought this would be they would have been the Hitman's bodyguard. Honestly, thought it was going to be a one and done. But they had they decided to come up with a dumbass title, the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. And um, I love Salma Hayek. I have loved Salma Hayek for for decades. Salma Hayek has been nothing but fine. And her in an action role, sign me the fuck up, okay? You got her shooting guns on bikes. You got her fighting motherfuckers. And she's apparently pregnant in this movie. And still being a badass. And she's trying to break her husband, who is Samuel L. Jackson, out of prison or captivity, whatever. And Antonio Banderas, the Zorro, the Puss in Boots, is in this movie? You fucking got me locked in. You got me signed up for my motherfucking movie ticket. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. You got Ryan Reynolds, Sam Jackson, Selma Hayek, Antonio Banderas. I don't even know who the fuck else is going to show up. Might be nobody. I don't give a fuck. You got me with those four right there. That's all I need to hear. That's all I need to know. Okay. Hey, I'm sold too. You know, this movie looks really funny. I like everyone in it. Um, I didn't see Antonio Banderas though. Where did you? He's in yeah, there. He, I think he's supposed to be the main villain. Okay. And Selma Hayek, the character, is supposed to... Oh, right, right, right. She said in the trailer. No, but she said they were trying to get pregnant, not that she... Oh, they're trying to get... Uh, she might be a little too old to be trying, but good for her. Good for you them. just... Wow, stray shots this entire episode this week, huh? I mean, she's like 52, 53. I mean... You just gonna put her out there like... Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check this out, man. You know, the first one was hilarious, you know? Uh, really great. Um, it's just you know, it's just kind of a goofy. Can we, can I just say that Samuel L. Jackson is still one of the hardest working men in Hollywood today? Oh, he stays working. This man stays work. This man seven. He's seventy one, seventy two years old in a fucking action movie, looking the exact same way he did in in the first Shaft movie in the year two thousand. Samuel L. Jackson has not aged at all. I think it's the bald head and the no facial hair, but he has not aged. God bless him, and may he continue to make movies well into his 90s. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hope we keep him around forever, man. All right, folks. That was the episode. Um, we just gave you a bunch of news. We just reviewed a bunch of trailers. You know, um, that was it. You know, it's been a while since we've done one of these episodes, so we hope you enjoyed our news and reviews. And you know the show you're listening to. If not, let me repeat it for you. We are words from blurs. Yes. Hey, director and of Kong Skull Island. Uh, just so you know, send all your complaints to uh, one handsome blurred. Okay. Don't send me any complaints he's, because he's I will block you. Who said those things about you, sir? I thought about, it was a really good movie. About Jordan Vaughn Roberts not being a, the best storyteller? Is. 
He's still going. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. I'm saying I'm waiting for him to prove himself. That's oh, what I'm saying. Just so mean today. My, I he did nothing I'm, to you. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. Follow the show everywhere you can listen to podcasts: Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. Follow us Twitter, IG, all that good stuff. Google us, bitch. All those good things. I mean, yeah, or just Google us without the B word. I'm sorry. You ain't got to call them bitches, though. Damn. I mean, none of you are, but you're my That's, homies. Jesus. Okay. You are just so mean today, man. God I, damn. I, 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 I you, wasn't. You, you were in a mood. I, I, I wasn't. Jesus. All right. Black Lives Matter. Always have. Always will. Rest in peace, Makaya Bryant, and justice for George Floyd.